Welcome to Poke the Bear Podcast. We are here to expose the lies that this culture uses to manipulate this generation. Interested? Have a listen. Hi everybody, this is Morgan. And this is Danny. Alright, tell me if this sounds familiar. Um, someone is pressuring you to do something, they're being kind of like a little cryptic on their intentions, they're not really telling you what they want, you just feel this pressure, maybe some guilt, maybe some shame, um, they're trying to get something out of you. So, I had a friend who had committed to some meetings he was supposed to go to, um, on a weekly basis, but then his brother's wedding came up, and then he told the guy running the meetings, hey, I need to go to my brother's wedding, um, I won't be there, you know, this week, and the leader guy said, he asked him if he was in his brother's wedding. So he kind of said it in a way that was implying like, well, are you in your brother's wedding? Do you need to be there? Um, and that's a pretty important thing. So mm-hmm. um, just a quick example of someone putting some pressure on someone. Um, so if you've ever had a situation like that where it feels like somebody's making a ridiculous request of you, but you still feel pressured to answer and defend yourself against that person, that's what we're going to be talking about today. So. That was very manipulative of him. That is what we call it, manipulation. Um, So (laughs) manipulation is uh, the topic for today, also called grooming. So when we teach in schools, we call it grooming, like grooming a dog except emotionally. So you change the outside of a dog when you groom it. Grooming emotionally is changing someone the way they think or feel. Um, And then another name for it could be covert aggression. So there's a book called In Sheep's Clothing by George Simon Jr., um, PhD, and I'm going to refer to that a little bit during this podcast, but anytime we say grooming, manipulation, or covert aggression, just it's the same thing, we're just using it interchangeably. So, And these groomers want to gain control over someone, so that's a good one concise way to think of a groomer. They want to control the other person using their emotions. Right, and I see it as like taking a shortcut to getting that control. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. all of us have wants and needs, and we're allowed to express like, hey, I want to go here to eat instead of this place because I had this yesterday, right? It's not selfish to suggest that you have Mm -hmm. a personal desire to do something, but what groomers do is they don't always express what they actually want, and they're trying to shortcut and control people to not hear out the other side and just get what they want in a secret way. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like cheating at a board game. Right. Which I hate when people choose their games. <laughs> Same. It's not even worth winning at that right. point. Um, this can be someone that you're dating, or it can be a sibling, it could be a friend, it could be parents, um, but really anybody that you're in any type of relationship with. But um, commonly, we're probably going to probably refer to scenarios with dating. Would that be? Yep. We teach about dating do? mainly, yeah. so we'll stick with dating for most of the podcast, besides mm-hmm. examples, maybe. Um. All right, so we're going to talk about some different topics today. We're just going to give you a general overview of grooming in general. So, And if you want more specifics on grooming and how to counter specific grooming tactics, um, we're going to have a part two for this episode, so be looking out for that. And you'll be able to have a, a lot more practical um, 
ways of dealing with groomers, but this is going to be a basic overview. We want you to have a really firm grasp of what it means for someone to be a manipulator so that you can um, really recognize them a lot easier than maybe before you listen to this podcast. Okay, so we might have some ideas of what a groomer would be like in our mind, um, but what would be some misconceptions? Maybe some things that people would think would be true about a groomer, but maybe they're not. So I think some common misconceptions are the extremes. So a lot of people think that when you hear manipulator, you're thinking of this like evil, like a con person who's trying to get something out of you and they're just doing whatever they can. Um, and it's always somebody out there. Um, groomers are not always these evil calculated people. It's actually something that can be learned by like just your family or your friends. You can pick it up from people around you. So some people mm -hmm. grow up thinking that grooming and manipulating is just healthy and normal. Um, wow. So don't always assume that people who are doing this stuff are someone out there and someone who's really evil. It could be your grandma. It could be your sibling. <laughs> like it could be anyone. Um, it could be the person that you're dating and they're overall a pretty good dating partner, but they just happen to have some unhealthy tendencies. Like it could be a lot of situations. And they might not even know it. They right. don't even know what they're doing necessarily. Right. The other misconception, the other extreme is thinking that no groomers are evil. There are definitely some selfish evil people out there who are doing this stuff to get just what they want. So if you think that oh, everyone does this stuff accidentally or, you know, no one would actually do that. Um, just because you wouldn't do it, that's really naive. And I've had some friends, um, I actually had a situation where I told someone that I said, this isn't possible right now. I can't help you out with this situation. And then their response back was, okay, cool. We'll see what happens with the, this other situation in the future. So they were basically kind of implying that since I wasn't helping them, they were threatening that something else would happen. Mm. And I went and told my friends about this situation and I called it what it was, which was intimidation. Um, he was, you know, threatening something on me. And I told my friends about it, and their response was, oh, he, that guy would never do that. Like they, <laughs> they couldn't suspect that this person would ever use that tactic. And it's, it's just something that happens so commonly that I'm just not surprised by it anymore. But if you're surprised when people do this, um, you haven't looked for it enough, I feel like. Because once I started looking for it and started learning about it, I see it everywhere. So... Mm -hmm. um, and hopefully that's you after this podcast. Maybe you'll be more aware and see things you wouldn't have seen before. Right. That is the goal. So you guys will become like able to sniff out groomers. Be pros. Um, and don't assume that everyone has the same level of empathy that you do. So some people are very empathetic and very sensitive to people's needs and very selfless. Mm -hmm. Some people just aren't. And you might be either person. And that doesn't make you good or bad necessarily. I think we need to know ourselves a little bit in that so if I'm overly empathetic sometimes it's possible to be too nice to people and people take advantage of you which I've experienced a lot um, the flip side of that is maybe you just don't have a ton of empathy um, and so some groomers don't have a ton of empathy so they can do these things and kind of hurt people and not feel it as much so just kind of assume that people are all over the board and don't always assume like they they couldn't do that they would feel bad because they might not so and keep yourself in check to make sure you're not doing one of these things because if you're one of the people that isn't very empathetic, maybe you're accidentally grooming. Right. And don't feel bad if you're accidentally grooming. Right. That's why we're talking about it, is so we can help you identify it when people do it to you, but also help you to identify it in yourself. So. Yeah, that's good. 
Let's talk about some grooming tactics. So I like to use the word strategies because I like to think of, a, one, I like to think of a relationship as a team. So whether it's a marriage or a friendship or um, a dating relationship, the two people involved need to be a team. And so if they are not both working together, it means one of them is against the other or against the relationship. So if they're using a grooming tactic or a strategy you're automatically pitting yourself against the other person and it cannot result in a healthy relationship. Um, and so if we want to use this word tactic, just, just as we're talking about these, we're going to mention quite a few, but think of them as not for the good of the other person, not for the good of the relationship, but instead you're acting against that person, which is not the point of a relationship at all. And you... You usually say strategy or tactic, and you think of war when you hear that. Is that right? Yes, like a battle, or I also think of sports. You know, when you have when you're playing football or whatever you're playing, you have a strategy. You have a way to to win against the other person. And um, if you're against them, then you're only one of you is going to win. But really, in relationships, there's always a way for both of you to be winning. Um, it just takes some selflessness and um, self-sacrifice. But right. So, first one of these strategies is jealousy and possessiveness. So, this is a common one we see a lot, I feel like, around mm -hmm. uh, different high schools and, I mean, even, you know, early adulthood. Um, I mean, it could be any age, but there's a lot of checking of phones in relationships and, you know, calling someone 50 times to see where they're at and it turns out they're at practice and they can't answer their phone, but then the mm -hmm. person gets mad and keeps leaving worse and worse messages for them or something. <laughs> Um, or just asking where someone's going constantly or not. It's basically the groomer doesn't trust the person for some reason and they're keeping them in check and it's almost like they're on a leash. Which if you're in a relationship and you feel like the other person ha constantly has a grip on your throat, um, that is probably a sign of some mm -hmm. grooming going on. Or if you feel like you need to tell them every little thing or they're going to get angry or you have to you know, check in with them when you're hanging out with your friends, anything like that. When they're not allowing you to have space or not letting you spend time with your family, um, this can actually become emotionally abusive to a certain extent. And so um, catch it early. If someone's asking, hey, can I have your phone password or can I have your Instagram um, so I can check what you're posting, that's not appropriate and they don't have a right to do that if you're dating them. Yeah, and it all comes back to lack of trust. And some people mm -hmm. could try to justify this. A lot of times groomers will justify their actions with a really good reason but it doesn't change the fact that they're using manipulation and it's still hurtful. So mm -hmm. don't look at what they're trying to do. Um, look at what they're actually doing. Yes. And so even if they say like, well, I've been hurt before, I've been cheated on before, that still doesn't justify if they're being really controlling of you. So, yeah. so that's jealousy and possessiveness. Um, another tactic would be intimidation or anger. So intimidation and anger, I mentioned this earlier with my story um, about the whole you know, threat that my the my friend made. Um, intimidation would be any kind of threat, whether it's personal harm, whether it's trying to take something away from someone. It could be blackmail. It's just, it's, you know, if you don't do what I want, this is the consequence that will happen. Mm -hmm. um, and with that goes anger. So a lot of times when people are, you know, really angry, they will make threats. Um, anger can definitely be a standalone. Like if they just throw a fit and kind of scream or run away or give you the cold shoulder, but I've, a lot of times they see when people are intimidating people, they're using anger, and anger can be intimidating. So they kind of go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. 
Groomers could want a lot of different things. So it could be anywhere from, or anything from attention to time with you. They might groom you or manipulate you to not break up with them. Um, but it can also go all the way up to sex. So if a groomer wants you to sleep with them and you say no and they get angry, um, this is a clear manipulation tactic. So they want something, you haven't given it to them, and they're going to get angry um, when you've denied them what they want. So be on the lookout for people's tempers. A lot of people will give the excuse, you know, he or she just has a bad temper. They're just angry. Um, you know, they have a right to do that. But honestly, they don't. If you're not a parent who's disciplining their child, you really don't have a right to get heated or get um, angry at someone. Now, you can be frustrated and you can voice that frustration in a relationship. But when there's anger in response to being denied something, that's actually a childish thing to do. This is this is what children do. They they throw a fit. And if you're a grown person who's in a, in a dating relationship, um, there should be a maturity there that if you want something and you're not getting it, you should be able to communicate. And if you're just responding with anger, it's probably manipulation. And then the next tactic we're going to cover is flattery and bribery. So these are two positive ones. We want to throw in a couple that don't come off as super negative because a lot of the ones we covered so far are like maybe easier to spot because you can tell the person is not being nice when they're doing the things. Yeah, by um, positive, he doesn't mean it's positive. Positive isn't something that seems like it might be good, yeah. but it's actually not. Yeah. So good clarification yes. there. <laughs> um, so flattery would be like a smooth talker, someone who's really nice. It could be compliments. It could be it, compliments are sometimes ingenuine, though, mm -hmm. um, usually staying pretty surface level, or maybe it's just too much, or maybe they come infrequently. So it's like I knew a guy one time that was really nice to me and would talk to me when he needed to ride places. And then other <laughs> days I would say hi to him and he would walk past me and barely say hi. Uh -huh. So you can kind of tell. A true friend. Right. <laughs> yeah. You can kind of tell when people are true friends and when they're just being nice to you because they want something. And that's kind of what flattery comes down to a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. um, and then bribery, of course, is just the same thing except giving something to someone to gain their trust. And both of these methods are just used to move into someone's boundary circles and get closer to them, move into their social circle, gain their trust um, so that they feel more comfortable with the person. So the groomer is just basically working their way toward you. Mm -hmm. A common example of bribery that I would think of is if you go on a couple dates with someone um, and you say, well, I'm not going to get physical with this person until, you know, I've gone on this many dates. Um, but sometimes when people have taken you out, have bought you dinner, have held the door open for you, have bought you dessert, there's sort of an expectation there. So one, check yourself. If you're buying someone dinner, taking them out on dates, that doesn't mean you get to sleep with them. That doesn't necessarily mean you get to kiss them even. That's still their own sexual boundary that they get to set. Um, and then if you're the other person and someone takes you out, um, treats you real nice, you, you don't owe them anything except for a thank you. Um, so have those boundaries set for yourself, not because of what they've bought you, but because of what you're actually comfortable with. Yeah. And this is the most annoying thing, but when someone gets you a gift or buys you something and expects something in return, that is bribery. That's mm -hmm. not okay. So if someone gets you a gift, a Christmas present or something or a gift for your birthday, and then they come around like, well, I got you that thing. So you owe me. It's like, no, mm -hmm. I don't. <laughs> it's not a gift anymore. Right. So that is a uh, definitely bribery. Mm-hmm. Danny, do you think that someone can know if they're grooming based on just how they feel around that person or how they feel about that person? Yeah, so sometimes your feelings will trigger before your 
logic does. So a lot of times, even with, I mean, I've been teaching about grooming for five years in classrooms, and sometimes I will feel it before I see it, which is weird because it's like I know all the signs, mm -hmm. I know the tactics, um, but sometimes what's happening is you're picking up on it because it's a, like a feeling of being drained or a feeling of someone like using you. Um, and it has this effect called gaslighting. So basically when people groom you, the goal is to get you to be like controlled by them or, you know, to get what they want out of you. Um, but, but make you also feel kind of crazy. So when you try to fight back and push back, they want you to question your own judgment. So mm -hmm. you might know or feel like something's up, but then you start questioning like, am I being selfish? Am I being rude? Because let's say they throw a fit and get really angry and say that you hurt them. It's like, well, are they being childish? And you know, did you actually do anything worthy of hurting them? Or did you actually hurt them? That's what you start asking yourself. Hmm. Um, and even in the situation where I told my friends about the grooming tactic that the person pulled, um, they doubted me and it's, it made me question my judgment. So sometimes you'll see it. And if you listen to this podcast and learn a little bit about grooming, you'll see it. You'll try to tell people about it. They might not believe you. Um, because the manipulator is so good at appearing like, I mean, if they're really flattering and buy people stuff and have a good reputation, they might mm -hmm. appear really nice. Yep. Um, so you will sometimes feel it first. Um, but don't dismiss that uncomfortable, unsafe feeling that you have. Um, if you can't necessarily see something, but you just feel like this person is draining and you feel like you're always on guard against this person, um, that's a good sign that they are a groomer. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you for listening. We'll see ya next time. Yep, listen for part two and we will take this grooming thing uh, to the next level. The next level. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on Poke the Bear Podcast. Join us for more at our website, go the number four, thegold.org.